Hi, my name is Kirby Ingles. I'm a leadership and transformation coach, a father of four, and a U.S. Army veteran. And this podcast is dedicated to helping you achieve true success. Every week, my goal is to help you move one step closer to true success in a life that is rich and satisfying and helping you become the pillar of your community. Now, here on the True Success Podcast, we talk about leadership and personal transformation and dive deep into topics like mentoring, coaching, balance, problem solving, and creating an impact. True success is living your life's true calling. It's discovering new ways of viewing the world, building a life that's charged with hope, transparency, happiness, and fulfillment. True success is not what you think it is. Close your eyes and imagine setting goals, targets, and meeting them while adding value to the lives of others and making a difference daily in your community. It always seems impossible until it becomes possible. Maybe, maybe you've seen a high wire act at a circus. Perhaps you've seen that tightrope walker go across Niagara Falls or some person go over to barrel. Maybe a death-defying act by an illusionist or a, a magician. These professionals, they masterfully steer themselves through their fears and danger. And these professionals, right, these, these, these you know, these stuntmen, these illusionists, these magicians, these high wire acts, the, these, these great professionals who take their lives in their own hands, they're concentrating with laser accuracy. Every step, every move, inches and seconds away from death, but they seem so calm. Their minds focused on accomplishing this incredible feat and steadily adjusting and modifying and adapting to each scenario as it plays out, they do this. And you're like, what does this have to do with us, right? Well, the unthinkable becomes more possible as we watch them in every advancing step or second. It really does become more and more possible as we begin because we're the ones on the edge. We're the ones who are fearful for their lives and anticipate the danger. You see, they are calm and collective and cool. You know, have you ever encountered something that seemed very improbable in your life? It could have been like some late news that was delivered to your doorstep. Maybe you received a gut-wrenching telephone call. And before that call, when that phone rang, you knew like something was going to happen, something bad. You begin to confront this, this unexpected thing. This information, it really, you know, as you receive this information, it stops you right in your tracks. You're like frozen. And this new reality leaves you kind of helpless at the moment once you receive the news. You're unsure of how the future will begin to play out. We'll kind of talk more about this, but it's about finding that faith when meeting hopelessness, finding strength when confronting the improbable or the impossible. So I want you to do this. I want you to relax when you face that circumstance next time. And maybe it's now. Maybe you're in that season of life right now where the future is uncertain. Close your eyes and imagine that you are facing something that seems impossible. Maybe you just lost your job. Maybe you just lost a loved one before, you know, way too early. Maybe somebody or maybe you were diagnosed with a medical condition and it seems impossible to overcome this. 
maybe you start, you have to start caring for a loved one who can no longer take care of themselves. You know, when you encounter things like this, what appears to be very difficult, um, sometimes we can kind of see our way through the other side. And when you're able to do this, you can actually kind of picture how to start, what to do next. And then you kind of visualize the end and you pursue that, that route again, you know, and, and you think of it again and again and again for a minute. And remember that all things are possible. Nothing is really unattainable. And maybe you've seen a high wire act at a circus and, you know, perhaps, you know, you, you've seen that, that near death, right? How almost happened. But what usually happens? They get across. They finish. They reach that destination. I just want to encourage you to not say it's impossible, but it is really impossible. You just have to see yourself through this and think through that problem. Where do you find respite and uncertainty? And, you know, sometimes we get so busy in life that it's hard to see through all the noise. Have you ever felt alone in a party? Have you ever walked down an unfamiliar road? But when you do, you kind of recognize that uneasy feeling that you get. You kind of felt isolated. When you're, when you're, when you're far from home, do you feel vulnerable? I know I have on many a trips. I'm just, I just feel out of place. I'm outside of my comfort zone. Do you remember a time when you were confused, yet nervous about asking someone for directions? And that's just not a stereotype for some of us. It's actually, you know, when you're lost and you don't know where you're at, sometimes it's nervous asking a stranger for directions. As, as you look around in all these situations, there's probably people nearby. And many of them just don't seem willing or interested in helping. Is this your perception? Or do they not have a care in the world? Are they the reason that you can't find your way? What is it like when you need answers and no one is around to help? What's that like for you? Sometimes you feel like others around you are probably distracting you. Or maybe some people are preventing you from getting to the truth. Maybe they're preventing you from finding your way. Maybe they just don't want you to get the answers that you so desperately want. And I hope in this next section, it helps you steer away from those who seem to be unhelpful. And you find that one person, that one person among the crowd who will kind of shed some light on things. Imagine that you are strolling down a new unknown path that you've never gone on before. People are giving you advice along the way, but none of it, none of it becomes useful as you continue to run into challenges, obstacles, and dead ends. It just seems like nothing will work. Everybody's telling you what to do, but nothing is working. And you feel alone. Like nobody can understand you. Nobody quite grasps what you're going through. And maybe sometimes this feels like a conspiracy against you. And as you turn the corner, right, you make that right turn, you find a stranger, maybe a mature gentleman who seems seasoned, sitting there peacefully, they're resting and relaxing, taking in the world around them, admiring his beauty. Maybe it just doesn't seem like they have a care in the world. And you take a break along your journey along this path, this unknown, unfamiliar new path that you're on. And they invite you to kind of take a seat and sit with them and chat a bit. And after you had your conversation, you actually feel quite much better about, you know, your current situation and everything that you've been going through. You have a better perspective and the fear or the unfamiliar or the unknown, it all seems to lighten up on your shoulders. That load drops 
if you feel freer, you're ready to move on with this new perspective along your new unfamiliar path. You have an opportunity today to be in the presence of someone who can provide you with that guidance, just like the story I just told you. Someone that can provide hope and a way forward. See, you can, you can experience that faith, that deep trust and wisdom that comes from these exceptional people, exceptional, exceptional people who we all have, and I mean, we all have these people in our lives. You know, sometimes we just can't see them unless we actually really stop for a second. And look, sometimes we're so busy listening to the noise in the world, but off in the distance somewhere, there is that one person. And it's almost like you see the forest, but you don't see the individual trees. Right over there is that one person, that single tree. Go there. Take your time. Clear your head. Allow them to help you process what's going on, its purpose, and how to navigate this path forward. Have you ever read Edgar Allen's poem, A Dream Within a Dream? The poem focuses on passing of time as it's perceived through reflection. It's all about lifetime and human perceptions. Maybe, maybe you've read Arnold Bennett's How to Live on 24 Hours a Day. Uh, this is a classic self-help book. Uh, it's one of the first of its kind, uh, and it was a bestseller in Europe and the U.S., and it remains very useful today as it was then. And Arnold really offers a fresh and practical advice on how to make the most out of our time, even in our daily lives today. Maybe, you know, you've heard of the 4-Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss, who created a series based off of maximizing your time by creating efficiency and effectiveness. Uh, he spent five years studying the uh, new rich, and he learned that there was a new currency, which was based off of time and mobility. So you, you may have heard that. And I can go on about these books, these podcasts, these television shows, and most of them are really just focused on time. It's a very important topic, even today. And it was 100 years ago. But most of them uh, end up having us chasing time. And some on the surface seem like we're trying to cram more things into a jar that's not going to hold anything else or it's going to break. When we maximize this time, um, they want you to kind of add more and more and more to a jar, like I said, that can only contain so much. But when you really, really, truly understand what a lot of these authors and these experts are talking about on time, it's not so much getting more out of time, but it's doing the right things with the time that we have. And so we create, we maximize, and we're efficient in our time to create space for the essentials, the important things in our lives, not necessarily create space to add more. You see, one of our biggest challenges is, is waiting. Have you found anything more complicated in the world than just to sit there and wait? I mean, we've been so tired of waiting. We wanted to maximize our time and become so efficient and effective that we've created drive-throughs, curb pickup services, TaskRabbit, DoorDash, online banking so you don't even have to go to the bank anymore. We have online colleges so you don't have to go to a classroom anymore. You know, so we, we're, there's no more waiting. There's no more transition period. There's none of that anymore. And we fill every unforgiving minute with something. Patience is the ability to wait. And that means that you have the ability to behave appropriately 
while waiting. You see, uh, we need to stop filling our space by being reactionary in our lives. And we just need to really just slow down and be truly aware of what is really happening around us. Just stop. Just slow down. Allow yourself to process what is going on. Respect this time that you have been given. See, you need to rest and contemplate at this moment about what is being presented to you in your life. The one thing that I learned while coaching military caregivers with Rosalind Carter Institute of Caregiving, uh, and I did that through Blue Star Families, is that when we are faced with uncertainty, the unknown or something impossible, we tend to react to it, right? The first thing um, that comes to mind, we react to that. We do that rather than actually take a step back and see the forest for the trees. What that means is, is we get lost in the details and it obscures the bigger picture. You know, imagine you having a child or what it was like when you had one of your little children that were infants, just tiny little babies, right? Who they may have only been a few months old and they, they were aware of every action that happened to them when we picked them up, when we rocked them, when we fed them, when we changed them. They just don't experience time as we do now. They don't experience this time on the same level as we do. They are incapable of taking care of themselves, so they are constantly always waiting until they develop the skills or the abilities to care for themselves. They are always in waiting. My kids love to be tossed in the air. They, they laugh and they giggle. Um, when I come in the door every day and before they go to bed, I hug them and they get excited, you know, and now they're conditioned to expect it at certain times during the day. And it's something that they look forward to. And if I don't do it with my six-year-old and my four-year-old, they let me know that, hey, dad, it's bedtime. You, know, I, I, you haven't given me my hug yet. Or dad, you just got home from work. Yeah, I, I haven't got my hug yet. They let me know because they want to experience that joy over and over again. But sometimes... They just don't know how to ask when they're infants and toddlers because they don't have that capability. They don't know when, they don't know when to begin, right? And they haven't developed that sense of routine or that sense of time. They don't understand that yet. But out of the care and delight in my own heart, out of my own heart, out of my own personal convictions, I continue to repeat these selfless acts of kindness. And you can do this as well in all of our daily lives. And it's the pleasure that you experience from attending to their needs uh, is great. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's awesome. And only, right, only if they really understood in those moments what's going on. It would be awesome if we could just suspend ourselves in those tiny micro moments of joy. So just give them your time. Give them that time. See, today you have the opportunity, right? And even tomorrow and the next day and the next day. As long as you're standing here on this earth, you have an opportunity to go lift someone up or be lifted up yourself. So just be mindful of your time. Just be, like I said, be mindful of your time. No one knows that what those unforgiving minutes are like except for you because you're the one who experiences that. So I want you to say, be aware of your time, that, you know, especially the time that you have, and use it wisely, the time that's been gifted back to you, the pause right? The pause in your life. You don't have to fill it with stuff. Time isn't created to fill every unforgiving minute with all the busyness. And, and, and the busyness is like a badge. We all have to wear it like it's honor. It's not honor. It's not honorable. Let me tell you, it's not. 
but it's time to share it with others, to reflect and to rest so we can be our best selves for everyone else. So when the unknown appears, when you have uncertainty in your life or the impossible presents itself, stop, think, reflect, and take a pause. These are moments to kind of take a step back and see the forest, but not get wrapped up in the details of every individual tree. See the trees and see the forest for what it is, but don't get wrapped up in the details. When you're ready, then you can step forward. Be attentive, but be mindful. Stop chasing the clock and focus instead on the time that you have. Hey folks, that's it for today. If you want more great content like this, visit www.kirbyingles.com. Again, that's www.kirbyingles.com. And I only wish you the best of fortunes in 2020 and set your sights high and focus on true success.